All right, friends, it's hoop ball promo time. This is big because this is our 2020-2021 NBA season product rollout, and I am so excited to tell you about what we've got. We almost never push our hoop ball products, but this is the window of the year where we need to power that engine. So let me tell you what's out. We've got our draft guide, our flagship's shining beacon to the most comprehensive draft guide in fantasy. We cover all over 400 players this season with future access pass to our Brewski 150. Now, if you don't know what the Brewski 150 is, I'm here to give you the need-to-know info. This is the fantasy draft list that has beaten every other list for 10 straight years and new this year for hootball we're unveiling our monthly membership plans featuring our fantasy pass draft guide brewski 150 our new dfs pass premium in-season tools as well as our wager pass for sports bettors everything you need we've got you covered 365 around the clock hoop ball tools is your one-stop shop for your nba treasure trove of fantasy need to know information all that you need and more check us out head to hoop-ball.com or follow at hoopball fantasy on twitter now check it out give us a follow get your tools and win your league all right friends it's hoop ball promo time this is big because this is our 2020-2021 NBA season product rollout, and I am so excited to tell you about what we've got. We almost never push our hoop ball products, but this is the window of the year where we need to power that engine. So let me tell you what's out. We've got our draft guide, our flagship's shining beacon to the most comprehensive draft guide in fantasy. We cover all over 400 players this season with future access pass to our Brewski 150. Now, if you don't know what the Brewski 150 is, I'm here to give you the need-to-know info. This is the fantasy draft list that has beaten every other list for 10 straight years and new this year for hootball we're unveiling our monthly membership plans featuring our fantasy pass draft guide brewski 150 our new dfs pass premium in-season tools as well as our wager pass for sports bettors everything you need we've got you covered 365 around the clock hoop ball tools is your one-stop shop for your nba treasure trove of fantasy need to know information all that you need and more check us out head to hoop-ball.com or follow at hoopball fantasy on twitter now check it out give us a follow get your tools and win your league the following is a hoopball presentation What's up, you guys? Welcome to the Box Score Breakdown Show, a hoopball presentation. My name is Adrian Benjamins, and I'm joined by Neil Rochelani. And this episode is brought to you by Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee Company. Taste the Kona difference. Head over to HawaiianIsles.com or Amazon and get some delicious coffee from Hawaii. Neil Rochelani. How are you doing, sir? We made it to the end of the season. How are you today? Man, this is amazing. Actually, this is going to be our last show of the season. We're not going to be back tomorrow night because there's really no box scores. Well, there are box scores, but there's no implication. So we are... Uh, this is it, Adrian. This is the end of the 2018-2019 season. It's been a long one. It's been fun doing this. We still have a big slate of games, so I'm still kind of intimidated, but we get through it. Um, how are you tonight? Tonight, I'm doing great. I can't believe we're already to the final game. Neil, time 
is a tricky bastard, man. I mean, when, when we started this, I felt like it was so... It, it's like looking up at a mountain, and now we're looking down at it, man. I can't believe it. So, um, hey, hey, we want to... Th- I, I know I speak for Neil when I say thank you, listeners, for uh, listening to us this whole season, man. Thanks for sticking with us. It's our first season. We're only going to get better from here on out. So thank you guys for sticking with us. Uh, Neil, you know, since it's kind of like the final day, one of my favorite things about the show is anybody that misses the game today, I'm going to say they're out for the season. Because it's, <laughs> it's like, right? Because it's like most teams that play today, I don't think play tomorrow. I know the Heat do play tomorrow, and they play tonight. But most teams, like the Lakers play tonight, this is their last game of the season, I think. So, um, you know, and then I think as we're going through the box score, Neil, more than, like, focusing on – because, like, obviously we're not going to tell you to pick someone up, right, if they're not playing anymore. I think I'm going to kind of more focus on next season. Like, as we're looking at these games, like, who do you like for next season, Neil? Like, and – when when we're looking at these games, are there anybody that you're excited about next season, not excited about? I think I'm going to kind of pick your gr- brain a little bit more like that way. What do you think, man? Yeah, I think so. I think tomorrow is going to be very weird, even if guys are playing tomorrow. I mean, we can trust maybe Wade. And, um, does uh, Dallas have one more game? So Dirk will probably have another big game. And, um, I, think, I think some teams are going to try, but other than that, it's just going to be – complete uh, crapshoot. So, unfortunately, that's how it is in the NBA. And, yeah, I think we should talk about next season a little bit more than tomorrow night. Um, but we can touch on both if I see a game that's going to pop up for teams that play tonight and tomorrow. Uh, did I hear the news right about Matthew Johnson? I was just going to bring that up, man. I mean, I don't want to take too much time on news and notes because we do got quite a few games to take a look at. But Neil, Magic Johnson has stepped down as president of the Lakers. Uh, this came as a complete surprise. Word is he didn't even tell Jeannie Buss. She found out about it at this press conference. Uh, this is really strange, man. Really, really odd timing from Magic Johnson. What do you think about this? I have no idea. I have to, like, I just, I just saw, like, the headline, like it popped up, and I was like, for a second, Adrian, I thought it was April 1st again, and I thought it was one of those <laughs> April Fool's Day things. Um, I have no idea. Uh, I don't know why he would do this all of a sudden. I don't know what's going on behind the scenes. I don't know if we'll ever get the real story. That's the problem. So I got a little bit of insight on this that I'll add. I did get a chance to listen. Uh, Magic Johnson, I almost just said Michael Jackson right now. (laughs) Magic Johnson had a press conference, Neil. I wasn't able to catch most of it because... So, a couple things that he mentioned. One was that um, he was really disappointed that he wasn't able to mentor players. For example, um, Giannis... Was it Giannis? Uh, ben Simmons reached out to him, I believe, and he kind of got in trouble for talking to Ben Simmons throughout the year. So uh, Magic Johnson really likes being a mentor to some of these players. And as president of the Lakers, he's not able to do that. Um, he talked about how 
D-Wade is retiring, and he'd like to go to D-Wade's last game in Miami and talk to him. He can't do stuff like that when he's the president of the Lakers, right? Because there's a conflict of interest. So it seems like uh, Magic also mentioned that he had more fun being just a mentor and a fan more than being like in that president role. So I think this had a lot to do with him stepping down. Look, we know he doesn't need the money. So for him, I think he would just rather be on, on that side of the game instead of being the president. Uh, one other thing I want to add, Neil, he mentioned that tomorrow he was going to have to, I'm going to probably butcher this. I might be misquoting this, change the life of, uh, one of his uh, colleagues, and a lot of people took that as in he that Luke Walton was going to get fired, and that he was going to have to fire Luke Walton tomorrow, and that he did not want to do that. Like, you know, it's never fun if you're a manager having to fire people, like obviously in any job, in any, so I think maybe Magic Johnson by quitting now he kind of doesn't have to deal with that mess as well i don't know neil what do you think about some of this man it's craziness yeah um i don't yeah i'm still kind of just like you said i I think i can totally relate to him wanting to help develop players he's a he's the consummate you know when he was on the court he was all he was always developing the players around him you know making them all better what are one of the best assist guys for his size and as a point guard so I can see him in that that capacity, like wanting to be around a young player of all teams, you know, and just being able to like call up Trey Young, for example, you know, and talk to mm-hmm. him, and give him whatever advice he wants to share. And, and I think that that probably does play a factor in that he can't do that. He can only do that for one team, and um, it's got to be frustrating for him on that end. But this, I'm guessing there's more behind the scenes we're not seeing yet, and mm-hmm. we'll see yeah, what we I- get there. Yeah. Anyway, that'll be interesting to see. So maybe maybe Janine Buss will fire Luke tomorrow. I, I think Luke's gone though. I don't think I don't I don't know what's going on, but that that regime just seems so messed up. Yeah, it's just really weird stuff going uh, on over in Lakerland, and has not been a great season. Uh, made some really questionable moves, you know, leading into the season with the the players that they brought in, the players that they let go with D'Angelo Russell really improving. Julius Randle has been solid. Brooke Lopez has been balling. I mean, these were all great guys that they could have kept. So I don't know, man. I'm just uh, really disappointed. Um, as, as a Laker fan, it's been a really tough year. Uh, anyways, Neil, shall we, for the last time, jump into the box scores? What do you think, man? I think yeah, it might. I think it might be my turn. Which is, uh, <laughs> I, I feel like we drew straws, and I just got the uh, short one, or I just got the <laughs> the bad one. Anyways, let's jump right into these games. As I said before, you know, since we're not going to really focus on pickups, since most of these guys played going to go over the box scores, but I'm going to kind of maybe talk about guys I'm excited about for next year. Um, All right. First game of the evening. Uh, The Pistons beating the Grizzlies 193. And the most important thing about this game was that the Pistons victory here officially knocked the Miami Heat out of the playoffs. So we will not see D Wade in the post season. Uh, you know, I'm going to look in on the Grizzly side. DeLon Wright. 
this guy has been very good lately. Uh, 15 points, 9 rebounds, 2 assists. Uh, this is a guy I wouldn't mind maybe taking a shot at in like the last round of drafts next year. Think it's possible he could possibly play next to Mike Conley in the in the uh, backcourt. Also, the Grizzlies, another team that next year could maybe get into that situation where they're kind of tanking, having nothing to play for. Mike Conley, an older player, maybe they uh, really let DeLon Wright go. I like the uh, I like the idea of taking a shot on him next year. Um, a lot of good lines here in this game. Kabokolo, 15 points in a nice line. Um, Dorsey, 12 points in a nice line. Um, they got some really interesting guys, Neil, for next season. You know I love JJJ. Uh, they should have a good draft pick as well. Neil, what are your thoughts on the Memphis Grizzlies? Uh, yeah, look, I'm looking at their schedule. They actually do play tomorrow night against Golden State. Um, yeah, both these teams play again tomorrow. So, I, you know, I'm trying to think. But, yes, I think DeLon Wright could have value next year. He had value um, – Reality-wise in Toronto, um, and we'll see if he has reality. He'll have reality and maybe fantasy value next year in, in Memphis. Um, so I like what you said about him. Tomorrow night, um, let's just really – I'm going to just key on that though really quickly. I think Caboclo is safe. Delon Wright. And then uh, Tyler Zeller, 19 minutes in the start. He fouls out. I'm not going to trust him tomorrow. I would just go with Wright and Caboclo. And then maybe, um, maybe Tyler Dorsey might do something, but that's not it. Um, I'm going to hop over to Detroit. Drummond, major game, 20 points, 17 rebounds, and assists, three steals, three blocks, five steals. What a great game. Uh, Blake Griffin, a very quiet night, just 18 minutes. Um, maybe he got injured. Uh, I should probably check that. Anyway, uh, Ellington, quiet night in 37 minutes, just seven points tonight to not shoot um, all that well. Uh, one of 11 to be specific. Oh, of seven. Yikes, from three-point land. They have two steals. Reggie Jackson, an okay game. Bruce Brown has not been valuable. Same with Luke Kennard. Uh, Ish Smith, a nice game off the bench. Um, I don't think there's anything. I think all these guys, in a, I think they're going to rest them tomorrow. I don't. I can't see Blake going back-to-back. Drummond, I think, will probably get rested. Uh, Ellington might as well, so be careful. I don't know who to really trust on this team, so I think it's really just stay away from Detroit. Adrian, I know it's your favorite team. What do you think about the Pistons? Oh, man, I'm going to miss the Pistons so much this offseason, Neil. I will miss them greatly. Um, I I agree with your take. Um, and, uh, man, Andre Drummond, he was outstanding tonight, man. Eight eight defensive stats. He's just so good. Um, not really much for me to add here. I'm going to jump over to the next game. Let's go over to the, um, ah, oh, the Hornets and the Cavs. Uh, Hornets getting the victory 124-97. You know, both these teams not really playing for much. Uh, hey, one guy that stands out to me that I really like uh, in future seasons is Miles Bridges with 18 points, 4 assists, 7 rebounds, 3 blocks. Uh, you know, Neil, you mentioned that this team is playing tomorrow. If you need to stream a Hornet, I would feel pretty good about Bridges. Um, 
Maybe Bacon as well. 18 points if you need some uh, points and threes. He had four threes tonight. And, uh, you know, I think we're going to kind of see a similar lineup like we saw here tonight with uh, Bacon, Bridges, and Biombo getting the start. Jeremy Lamb pretty safe off the bench. He's been, I think, um, pretty solid on the whole for the season. 23 points, three steals, five assists, three rebounds. Um, let's see. Where else? Monk, pretty disappointing. And uh, Zeller, very disappointing, man. That guy can just not stay healthy. Kemba Walker is a beast. Uh, uh, I'm about done with the horns, Neil. What do you think of Kemba Walker's out outlook for next season? Is it is he is he a guy you're going to target pretty high? You know, he's someone that tends to go higher than I like him. Um, mm-hmm. I did draft him this year because he kind of fell to me in a couple leagues, or at least one league. Uh, I I mean, I definitely think he's um, he's a safe second round pick. Um, but I'm not sure I'll end up with him. I do want to say that um, so Detroit and Charlotte are fighting for the eighth seed. I did not realize that. I thought Detroit oh, was locked oh. in. So Detroit will probably play other players tomorrow, assuming Blake can come back. He'll play. So scrap what I just said about Detroit. They're going to try and win tomorrow. Um, like you said on Charlotte, they play again tomorrow night. I like. Um, I do like Bridges tomorrow night. Lamb, those two guys probably already taken. So. That's really it besides Kemba Walker that I like. Uh, on the Cleveland side, these guys do not play tomorrow. So, Colin Sexton, Adrian, 10 assists tonight. Um, what do you think about him for next? Well, let me let me walk through what I think about him, and I'll walk through these players, and you can jump in. Uh, Larry Nance, we'll see if he sticks around. Had a great night tonight, though. 10 points, 12 rebounds, 6 assists, 2 blocks, 1 steal. Um Steady Osman, 17 points. Kind of a quiet night elsewhere in the stat line. Uh, Clarkson, you know, he's kind of like, like a sixth scorer. He's kind of like a poor man, Lou Williams, coming off the bench. Um, I like uh, I like Sexton for next year. I don't know where I'm going to rank him, but I think he's going to be on my list uh, for next season. Osman, he's going to be at the bottom of my draft, I think, next year. I'm not sure I'm going <laughs> to take him. I was not impressed with the way he finished out the season. Um, I really thought he was going to get better. So I will pick him up if he's out there, you know, late in the round. But Sexton's probably going to be a, I don't know, maybe an eighth or ninth rounder I might target next year. You know, once you get past, like, the first hundred players, it's just, like, you're looking for upside. I think you can have great upside next year. Um, we'll see where he gets ranked. So any thoughts on the Cavaliers for next season? I like Sexton too next year. You know, I I hope I hope that you know this year from De'Aaron Fox, his sophomore season, we saw him take a big leap. I really hope Sexton works hard this offseason so we see a similar type leap from him because I don't think we've seen the best of him yet. I think um, you know, I'm really impressed with his scoring. He had 18 points tonight, has really been scoring. But I'm uh, really excited, too, to see the 10 assists from him. And this is what he needs to add to his game. He needs to get his other teammates going, maybe add some defensive stats, shoot the three a little better. So can we see that improvement from him? Because if we can, he's going to fly up draft boards. But um, I, I like him, like, after the elite and the mid-tier point guards are all gone. If I'm looking for a point guard like as my third point guard, uh, I could be looking his way. And I think where you where you mentioned him, Neil, is pretty good, like that eighth round maybe, somewhere like around there, that could be pretty good. 
Um, Seti Osman, this guy shows flashes that he could be great, but he just hasn't done it on a consistent basis. And, uh, you know, I'm not ready to give up on him fully yet. I still think there is a day where maybe we could be drafting this guy as like a fourth, fifth round type talent. But until he can show that he can do it for a full season, I'm going to take a late round shot on him, Neil, maybe like second to last round, something like that. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how his offseason looks. Um, other than that, very curious to see where the Cavs end up. Neil, this is a team that could land Zion or maybe number two pick. I think right now the Knicks have the best chance, but uh, the Cavs are right there, I believe, in the number two or three slot to land Zion. So not out of the question, Neil. Could be very interesting. Um, all right, I'm going to jump over to the third game, the Celtics and the Wizards. The Celtics beat the Wizards 116-110. to 110. Um, You know, interesting game for the Celtics, Neil, because no Horford, no Hayward, no Irving, no Morris. Um, so I don't know. I don't think they were really, they really cared much about winning this game. I'm not sure if it even mattered as far as could they have moved anywhere. I, so... Um, but still a good victory from them, but also really hard to take anything from this game, right? Because we saw Ojale, Yabaselli, Terry Rozier, and Brown get the start. And uh, they all had some nice games, 21 points for Rozier. We know he's a stud if he could just land in a spot where he can get starter-type minutes. Um, what else, man? Uh, no, no one else. I mean, I, I do like Brown. He had 15 points in a nice line in just 18 minutes. But, um, I think, you know, for fantasy, it's the same old song with this, uh, team, Neil. They're still loaded. So many mouths to feed. What do you think of the Celtics? Yeah, they're done. They didn't really care, uh, tonight. Like you said, it didn't affect their standings, their playoff positioning. So, you know, going in next year, we're, we're going to see what happens with Anthony Davis. You know, does he end up going to um, um, Boston and they give away, you know, like Brown and a bunch of other players? Um, if Jalen Brown goes to New Orleans, um, I would be all in on that guy. I love mm-hmm. him. He just doesn't have the opportunity there. Um, I think he's a very talented player. Um, so let's see what happens with him next year. We This is really going to be a wait-and-see approach for Boston because – we know they're going to try to make a bid for Anthony Davis, and it could work out. So, wait and see. This is one of those silly season games. Nothing really matters. Same with uh, Washington. Bradley Beal just did play 17 minutes. You know, Adrian, I turned it on for like two minutes. I saw Bradley Beal just walk up the court and chuck up a three, got the next possession, walk up the court, <laughs> chuck a three. Well, not walk, but you know what I mean. He just kind of like just came up to the three-point line and just got it. Uh, I didn't think anyone cared in this game. Um Thomas Bryant, we'll see where he ends up next year. If, is he someone that can, you know, I have a feeling Scott Brooks is not going to be around uh, next year in Washington. A very big disappointment this year. Um, I don't know what Bobby Portis is going to do, Corey Brown. I think we're going to have to, this roster gonna, might have an overhaul next season. So I think things could be very different next year. So I don't want to get ahead of myself. But Bradley Beal was a pleasant find. If he is if he is the alpha on the team, he is clearly second round value material, and so I would I would say that would stick around if he is you know by himself um, on a team somewhere. 
as the uh, lead person. All right. Um, you ready to go next thing? Or you need to talk on the Wizards. Yeah, you need to talk on Beal or anyone else? Just super quick, I want to add, you know, with John Wall not – John Wall will not be ready for the start of next season. He's going to miss, I believe, at least the first half of the season. This team, There's some really interesting guys here, Neil, that I think we can get late in drafts. A Sadoransky, I mean, he's been rock solid. I, there's not a lot of buzz on him. Really curious if we can get a steal on him next year. Bobby Portis has been playing good. Thomas Bryant is another guy. I mean, I, I don't trust Dwight Howard's health or um, – or maybe his mind, even. I don't trust it. <laughs> I don't trust Dwight Howard at all. So, Matt, Neil, Thomas Bryant has looked really good to end the season. I mean, Neil, these are all guys that could possibly fly under the radar going into drafts next year. So, Wizards are a very interesting team I'm going to keep an eye on in the offseason. If they don't make a lot of changes, uh, I think they could be good. And I love your take on Beal, man. I mean, this is a guy you could possibly draft in the second round. As the alpha on this team with John Wall likely to miss most of the year, Beal could finish as a number one, I mean number one, a first round talent. And you could likely get him towards the middle to the end of the second round. So I love your take on Beal, Neil. Very interesting team for next year. Okay, uh, let's jump to the next game. I think I got the Sixers and the Heat. Um... Interesting game, man. The Heat getting the victory 122 to 99. But with that win, with Detroit's win, I believe that the Miami Heat are out. And another interesting thing, Neil, I know you're going to take a look at the Heat. I'll take a look at Sixers. But the final game in Miami for D Wade. Now, he is playing tomorrow night. I do believe they play the Brooklyn Nets. So let's see if uh, Wade can have a Kobe like finale. You know, maybe Wade can go off for like 60 or something crazy, Neil. Um, all right, I'm going to take a look at the Sixers super quick. You know, um, Redick out and Bede is out on this one. But we still did see some starters, Harris, but they got limited minutes with this game being a blowout. So likely they're thinking of postseason. But uh, Ben Simmons, nice game, has had a nice season, 16 points. Tobias Harris, hey, if you drafted Tobias Harris, you got to be extremely happy with where he finished the year. He's been great on the season. Only six points tonight, but you ain't mad at him. Jimmy Butler as well, only four points tonight, but again, Blowout, limited minutes. Neil, what are your thoughts on the Sixers? Yeah, the Sixers do have one more game, but they are now locked into the third seed. Um, uh, they were locked in it for a little bit, so there's no reason for them to play Butler tomorrow, Simmons, Tobias, and B, like you said, Sat. So look for guys like uh, Zaire Smith and um, mm-hmm. Jonah Bolden to get a lot of run tomorrow. Um, I think you can also trust, not trust, but you could – you could roll out uh, big old Boban. See, we'll see what he does there <laughs> underneath the basket. He might have a another twenty minute game and get some good stats. So, uh, Jonathan Simmons, another option. It's going to be. I would, if you have to pick up tonight, I would pick up. If I had to pick up one guy, I'd probably pick up uh, Zaire Smith. I think he might be the nice. one trust the most. I don't know though. Uh, to me, it's like a crapshoot. Anyway, on the Heat side, they play tomorrow. Like I, I think they're out of it. Like you said. Wade will just be like Kobe was a few years ago. So, I mean, Adebayo, I think, is still trustworthy. Um, Winslow, now he's in the starting lineup, definitely for points league. Drogic and Wade, those four guys, I think, are okay. 
uh, everyone else I'm kind of staying away from, even even Whiteside, even though they're playing New York. Wait, they're playing Brooklyn, and big men tend to do well against Brooklyn. So maybe Whiteside you could throw out there tomorrow night if he's been dropped. So uh, that's what I've got for Miami. What are your thoughts on the Heat? Wade, man, can't wait to see his final game. He's he's a legend, you know. I Neil, I've never been a big fan of the Miami Heat, especially when they were going through that big three phase. And uh, but man, I greatly appreciate Wade. What he's uh, the spectacular player uh, that he is. What he's done for the game. And my hat goes off to D Wade, man. Outstanding. Uh, for next season, the main guy that is very intriguing to me, Neil, is Bam at a Bayou. In 22 minutes tonight, 19 points, 9 rebounds, 2 blocks of steel. This guy shows that as a starter with starter minutes, he can produce. It looks like uh, the changing of, a, of the guard with him kind of taking over as the starting center and Whiteside taking a back seat. Neil, I think at a Bayou is a guy I might target. I'm really curious to see... It, going into draft season, what his uh, average draft position is going to look like because he could be an interesting player next season. Okay, uh, let's see. Let's keep chugging along. The Raptors played the Timberwolves. The Raptors get the victory 120 to 100. Neil, I was really surprised that we saw Kawhi. Um, did we see Lowry? No, Lowry did not play in this one, but really surprised that we saw. A lot of the veteran guys like Kawhi and Gasol play in this one. So, uh, but a nice victory for the Raptors. Uh, Leonard doing his thing, man. 20 points, six rebounds. Uh, Green, I think I played Green tonight. Neil, fitting that he let me down one last time. Uh, fitting, but whatever. It's all good. Van Vliet, 16 points. He's going to start. I think he's worth the stream. I don't think they play again, though, Neil. I think this is their last game. Um, let's see. What else? What? Oh, Siakam. Outstanding season. Kudos to him, man. I hope he wins most improved player. That's all I got, Neil. What are your thoughts on the Toronto Raptors? Uh, yeah, I, you know what? I think it's just going on there, Adrian, is they're just trying to get some chemistry between oh, uh, interesting. Yeah, Kawhi and, and uh, Gasol. I think they just need as much sort of like plays together, you know, to, nice. up, um, to make sure the playoffs are as, they're as good as possible when they play out there. So I just think that's what's going on. Um, but yeah, they're already locked into that uh, two seed. So let's see. Playoffs start this weekend, I believe. I believe it's Saturday. I, so, I, you know, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if, if you if tonight was your last game, I mean, you got Wednesday, Thursday. I mean, you got a nice little rest coming up. So I love that take, Neil. You know, play them tonight. Let them build something because you got three days off going into the playoffs. So, yeah, man, I think that's a great. Yeah, so they're done. So nothing really to talk about then. I think it's going to be interesting to see what they do in the offseason. Again, does Kawhi stick around? And then that obviously will shape how we value guys like Siakam and, and you know, what's Gasol's role going forward. Um I just would not don't draft any green next year, Adrian. Don't don't No. <laughs> yeah. Don't touch him. Anyway I agree. On the Minnesota side, um they do have one more game. Towns did sit tonight, which means my man Gorgie Jang got the start. He rocked it out. Sixteen point seven rebounds, five assists, five of nine, shooting, five of six in line, one steal, one block. Very efficient, good game from him. Sarge had a decent game in twenty four minutes, Wiggins as well. Uh, for tomorrow night, if Towns is still going to sit, I think Gorgie, is, you can throw him out there. Tyus Jones, 
we talked about is pretty solid now. Um, and then uh, I don't trust Akoji still. I think Wiggins and Sarik are okay, but they may get minute, limited minutes as well as, you know, the game obviously doesn't matter. So uh, they may just play a lot of guys in the 20-minute range. So be careful about that coming off the of back-to-back. I would think Jang would be the one guy I would trust along with Tyus Jones and Wiggins. For tomorrow, uh, what are your thoughts on Minnesota? Um, yeah, wait, do they play again I think tomorrow? I, am I wrong? I thought they did. Oh, I think you could be right. And I, I think I think uh, Gorgie Dane could be a great player. Neil, why wasn't this guy... Oh man, like when you see a night like tonight, I feel awful that like this guy was just wasting away on the bench. Like I really wish they could have found more minutes for this guy. I even think he could play next to Carl Anthony Towns because Carl Anthony Towns is such a good perimeter player. He's got a good outside shot. I mean, you could move Cat to the four and play this guy at the five and I really think they just wasted uh, a really talented guy all year by just having him just sit on the bench all season. And tonight, when like when you see him have a game like tonight, it really shows it. And uh, uh, what else? I had Jones in the game here uh, in my Roto League, happy with the double-double, 11 points, 10 assists. You know, I think he could be an interesting guy for next year only because uh, I'm a little curious to see what happens with Teague. If does Teague stay? Do you know they kind of go young? I don't know. So I'm going to keep an eye on that situation. But Jones is on my radar as a possible like last round type of a guy. All right. Um, oh, also, sorry. Also, really happy to see Robert Covington for next season. Neil, when he did play for this team, he was spectacular. He was a guy that I was really wrong about. I mean, I kind of ended up being right about him just because he missed so much time. But when he did play, I was wrong about him, man. He was great this season. So he kind of won me over a little bit. If I feel confident that he can stay healthy, this is a guy that I'd likely target for next year. All right. Um, Let's see. Let's go to the Warriors and the Pelicans. Uh, the Warriors getting the victory 112 to 103. I don't think the Pelicans are really upset about this loss here. Let's talk. Uh, let me take a look at the Warriors. A lot of Warriors resting in this one. You know, we thought this could happen. Durant, Clay Thompson, Igadala. Bogut was out on this one, so um, with them out, Cousins had a nice game. 21 points, 12 rebounds, 6 assists, a steal, a block. Uh, Green, no points. That's a little disappointing in 18 minutes. Curry, only 9 minutes, so he got shut down early in this one. So not a lot of greatness other than Boogie here tonight if you rolled with some Warriors in your lineup. Uh, Neil, this is a very interesting team for next year because is Cousins going to be there? Is KD going to be there? Are they going to win the title this year, which could play a part in what happens next year? What are your thoughts on the Warriors, Neil? Oh, I think Cousins is one and done. Uh, you know, just signed that very low-end contract, uh, one-season contract, I believe. Um, I think KD is done as well. I think he's kind of sick of it out there, to be honest. Um so I think he's out as well. I think this is the uh, this is the big year for these guys, and that's going to be the big breakup. We'll see what happens with um, Draymond. Um, yeah, these guys are ready for the playoffs. Unfortunately, <laughs> you know, they are just going to go out there and destroy. If you play Memphis tomorrow night, I don't think anyone's going to play. So I would just um, 
I would I would throw out uh, Damian Lee might have a decent game uh, tomorrow night. He had a good one tonight, 20.7 rebounds. Jordan Bell had played 15 minutes. Maybe you want to try to stream him. We'll see if he gets a lot of minutes. Um, I, I don't think Cousins is going to play. I don't think Green's going to play. I don't think Curry's going to play. Um, maybe Jacob Evans. So look look at who they're starting tomorrow if you get a, a, the lineup and then try to roll with it. They will they will play a high pace game and they will um, put up a lot of fancy stats. All right, on the New Orleans side, uh, Christian Wood comes back. He actually does start. We, we were wondering if we could trust him. He played 34 minutes tonight, 26 points, 12 rebounds, two three-pointers. Okafor, though, uh, I think slightly outplayed him here with a 15-24 and 24 shooting, um, 30 points, seven rebounds, one assist, and the two steals. Um, he did go 0-2 from the line, so it hurt you there. Ian Clark has been solid. I don't uh, – gosh, I should have checked this first. Does New Orleans play tomorrow? They do not. So never mind. They're all done. Um, what do you think is going to happen? What, assuming Davis is gone, which I think we're pretty certain, who do you think can emerge from this this team next season? I'm thinking we got to see where Drew goes. I'm assuming Drew will be solid, of course. I don't know what's going to happen in the front court or on the wing. So I'm totally confused. Neil, if I had to bet my money, I would bet on a deal with the Celtics. I loved your take on Brown, and another guy that I would love a lot if he ended up on the Pelicans is Jason Tatum. Uh, Neil, this is a guy that I would probably draft early round two if he ends up on the Pelicans. I think as an alpha, like number one option, on a team, a bad team like the Pelicans, I think he could put up some crazy numbers. So um, I like if if they make a deal with the Celtics, I think Celtics would be the front runner to make a deal with the Pelicans. Uh, I would like those two guys from the Celtics. I also love your take on Holiday. He was spectacular this year. I think he would be great. And then other than that, too... Um, there, man, there's really not much else other than those guys, though, Neil. This is a team, they don't have, like, a, a a really great young core. Really curious to see, this is another team that could land a good draft uh, guy in the draft. So, you know, maybe their incoming rookie could be a, a, a decent sleeper as well, especially if it's a guy like Zion or R.J. Barrett or something like that. Um, Neil, any closing thoughts on the Pelicans before I jump over to the Knicks and the Bulls? Take it away. All right, Knicks and the Bulls. Uh, Neil, your, your swan song for your Chicago Bulls. But, uh, let me take a look at Knicks. They got the victory, 96-86. to 86. I will not miss talking about this team, Neil. Another team that uh, gave me the uh, a lot of frustration this year. So, uh, But... Uh, man, of course I dropped Dennis Smith Jr. and he went off for 25 points, 5 assists. Uh, what else? Oh yeah, I dropped, uh, Cornette, who just happened to have a double-double tonight with 6 blocks. Oh great. Mitchell Robinson, man, 17 rebounds and 3 blocks, going on with 8 points. Probably one of the guys I'm most excited about from this Knicks team for next year, Neil. Kevin Knox as well, you know. The shooting, though, is definitely an issue. 5 of 16 tonight, but did have 10 rebounds, 2 assists, and 17 points, and 4 threes. The potential is definitely there. So if he can make that improvement and play more efficiently, Kevin Knox could be special one day. 
I'm guessing it probably won't be next season, but uh, maybe one day. The other, of course, interesting angle on this team, Neil, what happens to them in the offseason? Do they add free agents like a Durant or a Kyrie Irving? Do they land the number one pick in Zion? As they are, I, as I believe they do have the worst record in the NBA. What do you think of the New York Knicks, Neil? Yeah, this one, even to the last bitter end, it's tough to uh, <laughs> take as Mario Hazoni did not play tonight. Um, he uh, Ooh, he's been great, by the way. Know, he's he been spectacular. The last two games, and I was pumping him up. Um, they actually have one more game tomorrow night against Detroit. Oh, oh gosh. I would I would throw out Knox and Robinson and maybe Dennis Smith Jr. I don't know if I'm going to trust. Oh, Robinson. Oh, yeah, it's Robinson. Um, Dotson and Cornette, I think they could be pulled tomorrow night. So, I mean, throw them out there if you want, but who knows? Zazoni could be back in tomorrow night. I don't know what's going on. Um, anyway, those are the three guys I trust. I'm going to go over to Chicago Bulls. They actually have one more game tonight, but one more game tomorrow as well. Let's see. Shaquille Harrison had a solid night here, 13 points, 7 rebounds, 3 assists, steal, 2 blocks, 6-12 shooting. Um, Lopez, very low end here. Selden Jr., not much. TLC, Archie Dog, Diacono, Okay. Carter Sampson, okay. They're playing a lot of guys a lot of minutes. Um, Walt Lemon is now on the bench. I thought he was safe starting. I'm sorry about that. Um, he's back to the bench. So, I don't know. I'm going to say Shaquille Harrison, and then I'm throwing my, hand, my hands up in the air. That's it for tomorrow night. I, I can't trust Selden or any of these other guys. Uh, Sampson or Lemon Jr. I don't know what they're going to do. Um, what are your thoughts on the Bulls, if any? Um. Uh, not, nothing for me to take here tonight. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Who do you trust uh, here? If you got to play some tomorrow, I'm sticking with Robin Lopez. Maybe Shaq Harrison, but but I, I'm, I don't know. I don't trust any of these guys, Neil. And then my main uh, take on them is that I'm very excited to see uh, Wendell Carter Jr., Lori Markkinen, Zach Levine. The Bulls, another team that should have a pretty good draft pick. So, I'm really excited to see this young core, to see how what they can do next season. That's all I got on the Bulls. I'm going to jump over to Phoenix and Dallas. Um, Neil, they uh, just announced, I believe, a few minutes ago, Dirk Nowitzki said that he will retire at the end of the season. I believe this is the last and final game for the Dallas Mavericks. I hope I'm not wrong about that. I think that they're done here. Um, tonight and um, Neil I know you're going to talk about Dallas so let me take a look at Phoenix let me jump in on them uh, I picked up Josh Jackson a few weeks ago and he has been pretty good the shooting not great 6-20 but 17 points 2 blocks 8 rebounds I'll take it uh, Bridges has been disappointing because he's been starting and getting big minutes and it just his usage and uh, his production has been pretty low for his role. Um, let's see what else, man, not much again, Neil kind of similar to the bulls really excited to see what they can do next year with Kelly Oubre jr. Who was spectacular. Devin Booker, who was good. Um, Deandre Ayton. Uh, I believe the Suns are, Again, another team that's like at the top of the lottery. So them adding another young stud, how much better can they get with this young core? So that's like my main thing that I want to take from this team is like how good can they get with this young core? Uh, Neil, any thoughts on the Suns? 
Yeah, both these teams are done uh, for the season. So this young core, I am. I think it's just Bridges next year that I, that I think will be back, right, alongside Booker. And then, oh, I'm sorry, uh, of course I'm forgetting eight. But yeah, those three will be their key pieces, I guess. And we'll see who else they add. Uh, as far as drafting them, though, um, I don't know what to do. You know, I like Booker a lot, but he's been injured. You know, uh, kind of a more than I would like, and um, I just feel bad for him. And obviously, if you take him in a fantasy position, it's hard to trust him. Aiton, I think, has been more solid. I think he's going to be just as good as he was this year, if not better, fantasy-wise. He was amazing on a per-game basis. Um, Bridges, I think, will get better. So he might be someone I'll be targeting next year. Um, all right, on the Dallas side, like you said, Dirk did announce his retirement. Um, put up 30 points tonight, 11 of 31 shooting, Adrian. Efficiency be damned. All right, uh, 5 of 14 from the three-point oh, three land. Eight rebounds, three assists to go along with that. A single block. Um, Justin Jackson plays 29 minutes. Um, he's going to be overshadowed, though, with Dirk out there. Dwight Powell, double-doubles in 27 minutes. Doncic, Adrian, he makes a statement. 21 points, 16 rebounds, 11 assists, two three-pointers, three steals. Yeah, it shouldn't even be close. He, he's been all, I mean, for the entire season, he has been the best rookie out there. Um, all right. Uh, Jalen Brunson gets a backseat with Doncic there. Benny Smith does okay off the bench here, 15 and 10. Um, and Trey Burke was only really useful when Doncic was out. So we'll see what happens next year. I'm looking forward to this team. Doncic, um, we'll see what happens with, uh, who am I thinking of? Porzingis, I'm assuming, will be a plan at some point. And then maybe Powell. Maybe they'll throw Powell at center and let Porzingis play the four. I still think Powell's a decent player, so. Anyway, what are your thoughts on Dallas, if anything, before we um, move on? Neil, it is official with the performance tonight. Luka Doncic has a <laughs> lot of rookie of the year. Put it in the bank. It is a done deal. Luka Doncic is your rookie of the year. Um, Neil, this is going to sound crazy. I actually had Luka on my bench tonight. Roto League. I didn't, I think he was a game time decision or iffy this morning. I had Mario Hazonia in my small forward spot when I should have had Luca and Hazonia who didn't even play. So you know, I'm gonna actually leave a game on the table in my Roto League, meaning uh, I won't even hit my max game played because of that boo boo that I made here. Um, all right, uh, Dirk Nowitzki. Uh, one of the greatest players of all time, one of the top ten greatest players of all time, the greatest um, Euro player of all time. What an outstanding career this guy's had! Changed the game, Neil. I mean, uh, I, I'm speechless. So uh, we, we're seeing two legends uh, retire here with Wade and with Nowitzki, and uh, man, it is. Uh, I feel like an old man, Neil that these players that I've loved for so long are leaving the league. Um, all right. Hey, for tomorrow, uh, the Dallas Mavericks do play tomorrow. Oh, Neil, as, I, I think so. Let me see. Let me oh, see. I'm yes. So, sorry. so uh, yeah, Wednesday, April 10th, I'm seeing that they got the San Antonio Spurs. Neil, oh, I right. just... I just put Luka Doncic in my lineup because I missed him tonight, which means he's probably going to sit tomorrow. That's what that means. But... Um, 
Uh, I'm also rolling with Jalen Brunson. Roll, roll with your regular Dallas Mavericks, I think, tomorrow. Um, hey, maybe Dirk, too, can go off again for another big game. Yeah, I thought they didn't play either, because why would Dirk, like, announce his retirement now? But, you know, maybe he wanted to let everyone know, like, that, hey, this next game is my last game. Anyways, Neil, any last closing thoughts here before we jump over? To the next yeah, one. Yeah, I don't. Uh, Dirk is uh, he's someone that I remember when he was playing in like in like the late nineties. <laughs> you know, he was like yep. phenomenal back then. Um, it's amazing the longevity of his career, and yeah, he's sensational. Like you said, he changed the game. The best Euro player of all time. For now, he may have. He'll <laughs> 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 make a case in twenty years, but anyway, right now. Certainly, that is easily his his mantle. Um, all right, now that you were ready to move on to Denver, Utah. Let's do it, Denver, Utah. Uh, pulling this one up right now. Come on, box score. Oh, here we go. Jazz getting the victory, one eighteen to one oh eight. I'm going to take a look at Denver. Jamal Murray, twenty two points, five rebounds, and assisted steal. You know, we did not see. Their starter sit, although this, some of them did play limited minutes. Uh, Harris, Barton, and Jokic all getting kind of low minutes here. Um, and, they, and they didn't play good. Jokic only two points in 16 minutes. He did actually foul out of this one, so he had six fouls. But Barton, zero points in 21 minutes. And uh, Millsap, only five points in 22 minutes. Um, I don't know if they play tomorrow. I think this could be their last one. Wouldn't. An outstanding season for the Nuggets. This team reminds me a lot of the Celtics, as in so many mouths to feed, so many good players. So for fantasy, you know, it made it really difficult. This Neil, this is one of the teams that from night to night I had trouble with um, analyzing because you could see different guys going off each night. And so it was really hard. And then they also had numerous injuries throughout the season. They had bench guys step up like Morris. Um, so really crazy season, but overall an outstanding season for the Denver Nuggets. Neil, what do you think of the Nuggets? Yeah, Nuggets play tomorrow. Um, <clears throat> they're going to, right now they're ahead of Houston, but I think if Houston wins tonight, which that's still game is still going on, um, they would clinch above them, I think. Wow. Um, uh, I could be wrong about that. But I think they have the, the better record head-to-head. So Denver might be in trouble. They may drop to the three seed instead of the, the two. Um, if Houston pulls out this one in OKC. Uh, and if they don't have to play, then, yeah, all the stars are going to sit. If they do have a chance to get that second seed, I'm actually going to play tomorrow night. Uh, Jokic didn't play many minutes tonight, so he could be okay for tomorrow. Um but, yeah, not much to add. This team is uh, it's going to be interesting to see whether or not they're playing for anything tomorrow night before you kind of decide in your lineup. Um, all right, so I'm going to go over to the other side. Uh, Utah, nice win here to close out their season, I believe. Um, they um, were led by Gobert 20, excuse me, uh, Donovan Mitchell, 46 points. Adrian, he finally came through for you. Seven rebounds, four assists, 14 and 26 shooting, five three-pointers, two steals, 13 to 16 from the free-throw line. Um, I hope you had him in your lineup. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> Good to know that. Gobert, 20 and 10. <laughs> Sorry, 7 and 12. 7 and 12 in the field, two blocks and a steal. Ingles, 13 assists. Nice to see that. 10.6 rebounds, four of eight shooting, a steal. Derek Favors back in the starting lineup. They were all there tonight. Aside from, I should mention, 
um, uh, Ricky Rubio, Ricky Rubio, who did sit. Royce O'Neal, excuse me, gets to start. Thirty-six minutes, not much fantasy-wise. Crowder off the bench, plays twenty-four minutes. Um, not much from the bench players either. We'll see if Rubio's back for the uh, playoffs. That's my only concern. It looks like they are going to be. Um, oh wait, do they still? What's wrong with their They only have 80 games? Something's wrong with my schedule, Ken. I'm sorry. They can't have 80 games. There's only one more game tomorrow. Um, so maybe they do play tomorrow. Um, but let's see. <laughs> this is going to train. I'm sorry. They're at the Clippers <laughs> tomorrow. Oh, boy. You know what's on, Neil? This is like a first game. This is like a, my first uh, bot podcast of the season where I'm totally well, you know, prepared and not knowing. You know what's... You know what's throwing me off, Neil, is I thought maybe we'd have one team or two teams that play back-to-back. Like, I feel like every single team is playing back-to-back. Like, yeah. more teams are playing today and tomorrow than are not playing today and tomorrow, which is very odd. That's throwing me off. I guess this, the, this, the league knew they would be resting the last day, so they were okay with all these back-to-backs. I don't know. It's kind of annoying. They shouldn't do it. I think it's... I think it's the opposite. The league knew this is the end of the season. Let's try to hurt guys as they go into the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, what are they doing with all these back-to-backs in the last two games? That's just not smart. Um, they should just play in the national championship night. I don't know why they took the NCAA. I mean, yeah, no one's like watching. Anyway. <laughs> oh. All right, Adrian, um, what are your thoughts on the Utah Jazz? They do play tomorrow. So give me your analysis for tomorrow night's Jazz game. Uh, you know, I think we're going to see similar lineup uh, like we saw tonight. And Donovan Mitchell, thank you for showing up for the second to the final game of the year. Better late than never, I think, as they say, right? So uh, thank you, Donovan Mitchell. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think we can kind of expect to see similar to what we saw here tonight. So roll with your Utah Jazz if you got them. And um, let's see. I'm trying to really quickly pull up the standings. Does anything that the um, does anything that the Utah Jazz do would it affect their standings for tomorrow? Because like, let's say they're locked in their seating, then I think it could be possible we see some sitting. Hang on, I'm pulling this up. Utah Jazz currently sitting fifth seed. So look, they can't move up. They can't move down. They are. Um, they are, yeah, they're two games behind Portland. Ute, uh, OKC is behind them. They can't catch them. Neil, I'm going to change my stance. It is possible we see Utah Jazz players sit. So yeah. I would, I would tune in maybe an hour or two before the game, see if there's any news there, because we could possibly see the Jazz miss some games. All right. Gonna jump over to the, uh, no, is this game the next game I have is a Rockets OKC? I think it's still going. Do you got this game? Still I got go- this game still going as well. We may we may have to kick it to Brandon Marcus. We're done, man. We're gonna kick it to Brandon Marcus. Neil, I can't believe it, man. I'm uh, I'm I'm feeling a little sad right now. I've, <laughs> hey, hey, Neil, I would like to thank you, man. I've really enjoyed talking to you all year. I couldn't imagine doing this with any anyone else, man. I had a lot of fun. I laugh every night with you. Man, I, I just want to thank you for being on this journey with me. It's been an honor and a pleasure to talk to you um, all every night of the season. Thank you so much, man. Hey, man, thank- back at you. Um, 
I just have to say thanks for um, thanks for leading me. You know, you know, you're introducing the show. You're often signing off. You're the one bringing the professional voice and <laughs> correct, <laughs> pain, awesome. allowing me to like screw up recordings and calling you in the middle of the night to do another one. Uh, Matt, sorry. I will I will never forget the first week you and I started uh, podcasting when we took over for Dan and how many shows like that first week you and I must have lost like three recordings where like we recorded for an hour and didn't get a single minute. Uh, it was crazy, but what a great le- what a great learning experience, man. Yeah, it's been a blast. It, it's like um, it's funny. I'm always like, ah, oh, let's get the schedule. Then I come on and do this with you, and I feel better. So it's all it's all. All right, you guys. Hey, again, thank you to the listeners. Thanks for sticking with us all season. If we helped one of you guys be successful in your league, it was all worth it. So I really hope that we gave you guys something, or at at worst, we entertained you guys a little bit. Um, thank you guys so much. It's been a great pleasure. Hey, you will still hear from us in the off season, right, Neil? I think we're going to be uh, taking over some shows of the NBA Fantasy Today show every once in a while. So uh, please follow us as well on Twitter. Uh, I'm going to be doing a lot in the off season, so uh, maybe even doing another podcast on my own that I'll be doing once a week. So please follow me on Twitter. Follow Neil. He's at Ball with Neil. Follow me. I'm at Adrian Benjamins. Thank you guys so much. Neil, closing thoughts, sir? Oh, man. Just uh, stick around for Brandon Marcus. He's, uh, he's great, and he'll be up next for the last two games. And we're out. Adrian, that's what we like to call a mic drop. Well done, sir, and well done to Neil as well. An incredible season of box score breakdown. Let's go ahead. Let's break down the final two box scores of the evening. First up, the Rockets and the Thunder. The Thunder, a 112-111 winner over the Houston Rockets. Paul George comes through once again, draining a game-winning three ball to give the Thunder a win that they desperately need as they try to avoid that eight spot and a trip up to the Bay Area to take on the Golden State Warriors. Let's start with the Houston side, the losing team. James Harden was at it again, 39 points, 10 rebounds, three assists, one steal and a block. 11 for 28 from the field. He had five threes and 12 of 13 from the line. Incredible evening for him. Chris Paul has really stepped it up of late. He had 24 points, eight rebounds, and six assists. He'll be needed big time for the Houston Rockets if they want to try and upset the Golden State Warriors during the playoffs. Clint Capella, 18 points, 10 rebounds, three assists. Also had three block shots, eight of 10 from the field. He continues to produce. He's one to keep an eye on, obviously, for next year as well. Only four points for P.J. Tucker. He had six rebounds and a steal in two blocks. Eric Gordon, eight points on three of 12 shooting. And Gerald Green, 15 points, five of nine from the field. All nine attempts were three balls. He played just 15 minutes, but he continues to produce. You may know him from winning that slam dunk contest, but he continues to hit threes and help out your fantasy team. For the Rockets. I believe this is their final game. It is indeed. So we say goodbye to the Houston Rockets and their regular season as they wrap up losing 112 to 111. The Oklahoma City Thunder. Well, they're winners in this ball game as they're going to take on the Bucks tomorrow. If you're listening to this on Tuesday night, the final day of the regular season obviously is on Wednesday. We'll see who gets rest. Like I mentioned, seating is important. But with the win over the Rockets, that does help Oklahoma City a lot. 
So we'll keep an eye on that, obviously. And if you are playing in Daily Fantasy, keep an eye, obviously, on Hoopball to see who is starting and who is not playing at all. Would not be surprised to see a guy like Paul George get some rest. Russell Westbrook had himself another double-double, or rather triple-double. 29 points, 12 rebounds, and 10 assists. 11 of 23 from the field, very efficient. 4 of 10 from 3, and 3 of 3 from the line. Those were the type of numbers you hoped you would get all season. But, of course, the free throws not quite what you hoped they would be, and the field goal percentage not great as well. Only three turnovers for Russ. PG, 27 points, 9 rebounds, 3 assists, and 4 steals. 9 of 25 from the field in 42 minutes. 16 points for Terrence Ferguson, 10 apiece for Jeremy Grant and Dennis Schroeder. So for the Thunder, the guys that normally step up did as well. Steven Adams, poor from the field, 3 of 11, did have 8 points, 13 rebounds, and 1 assist. No steals and no blocks, which is sad to see if you are an Adams owner and you are still playing fantasy this late in the season. So seriously, we're not sure who's going to play tomorrow for Oklahoma City. So if you are in daily fantasy or in your regular fantasy Keep an eye on that because who knows if the Thunder will decide to play everybody and same goes to the Bucks. I don't think either team really has a ton to play for. I could be wrong on the Thunder side. The seating obviously is a little complicated, um, but the Bucks they obviously want to keep Giannis healthy. The final game of the evening, and boy, talk about some drama that went on before this game even started. The Lakers, a 104-101 loser, and what a fitting way for the season to end for the Los Angeles Lakers. Magic Johnson, of course, stepped down as president of basketball operations, and then the Lakers went on to lose on a buzzer beater as Mo Harkless hit a game-winning three as time expired. Three of his 26 points, a very nice game for him, 9 of 14 from the field. He had eight rebounds and also four block shots. He's someone I picked up two weeks ago to stream, hoping I would get steals and blocks. He wasn't great from the field, of course, when I had him, but 9 of 14 you'll take tonight. 22 points for Ines Cantor with 16 rebounds. He's done a nice job filling in for Nurk. 20 points for Lillard in 36 minutes to go with 4 rebounds and 8 assists, 3 steals and a block. And C.J. McCollum continues to shake off that rust. He had 11 points in 29 minutes, 5 of 13 from the field. But frankly, I'm sure the Blazers are just happy to see him in the starting lineup. No points for Aminu in 19 minutes and 19 points off the bench for Seth Curry. It'll be interesting to see how this team does during the playoffs because it is a team, obviously, that lost their starting center. But I think Cantor's done a nice job filling in, so we'll see exactly how the Blazers do. For the Blazers, they do have one more game. They will host the Kings in the final game of the season. Again, another team to keep an eye on to see if anybody does rest with that game not meaning a whole lot. Perhaps some seeding, obviously, as teams jockey for certain spots in the West. For the Lakers, well, most of this team may not even be there next year. 32 points for Contavious Caldwell-Pope in 44 minutes. He got major run, 5 rebounds, 8 assists. If you played him in daily, you are a happy person. He was 11 of 31 from the field, 5 of 15 from 3. He obviously got the green light, so 32 for him. 16 for Muscala with 5 rebounds, 1 assist, and 1 block. The former Clipper and the former 76er played 35 minutes. Jones, 11 points and 15 rebounds to go with three assists, two steals, and two block shots. 12 points for Caruso with seven rebounds and 13 assists. He did have seven turnovers in 41 minutes. JaVale McGee only played 19 minutes. He had 11 points and four rebounds with one block. It'll be interesting to see where he lands next year. He is someone to keep an eye on. Obviously, big-time block potential. 
and rebounds and good field goal percentage as well. Off the bench, Williams played 29 minutes, 12 points and 10 rebounds. Go with three assists and two steals. Seven points for Wagner and zero points for Bonga, I believe is how you pronounce his last name. Do not keep my word for that one. Kuzma, Chandler, Rondo, and Bullock did not play as obviously the Lakers were playing their final game of the season. And boy, a really tough one for them to go out on as Magic Johnson says goodbye to the Lakers and the Lakers go on to say goodbye to the regular season with a loss at home to the Blazers on a buzzer beater. Not much really to unpack from this game, honestly. These are a bunch of guys that you're not going to be looking at next season. Alex Caruso may be the most interesting name of the group, but again, not someone that's going to probably get major minutes on a LeBron team. Caldwell Pope, 32 points, 5 rebounds, 8 assists. He's a guy you can target next year for threes, but who knows if he'll be there as well next year. So, two West Coast games. Portland, a 104-101 win over the Lakers. And the Rockets fall the Thunder, 112-111. Appreciate you listening to us throughout the entire season. And a big thank you, obviously, to Adrian and Neil and to Dan for allowing me to hop on. I'm Brandon Marcus saying so long. It's been a fantastic regular season here at Hoopball. Hope you join us throughout the playoffs as we will probably have some content coming out in the next couple of weeks throughout our entire Hoopball channel. So keep an eye on out for that. We have some exciting things to come. We'll be with you throughout the next couple of months. So I'm Brandon Marcus saying so long. Enjoy the playoffs, everybody, and we'll talk to you next year. This has been Box 4 Breakdown, presented, of course, by Icona Coffee. Talk to you later, everybody. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.